Hey guys, welcome back to the Adrian Bow podcast featuring Troy Malcolm. This week, Adrian, we're going to do something special. We're going to bring a recent skills workshop that you and I both hosted that we send out to the entire McGraw network on a weekly basis. Now, listeners, you're going to get this pretty much every fortnight, but what it is is tapping into the skills and challenges and objectives and traits that you need to use out in the field to make your business grow. Adrian, why did we do this and why is it so important in the field right now? It goes to my love, uh, Troy, which is that paradigm between motivational and practitioner work. So I always made a commitment if I ever coached or trained agents that I could share dialogue and strategies and systems and checklists that they can implement into their business the same day or the next day and move the needle with listings and sales because that is our KPI and that's what we're measured on. And I like to have my agents achieve immediate results from the work that we do. Hey, listeners, if you like this, rate it five stars, send us a review, send us questions, because we want to make sure that it's relevant for you every single week. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another Skills Workshop, episode number 28, coming to you live on a Friday morning. Adrian Bow, Troy Malcolm. Adrian, thank you so much for joining us again. Um, guys, we're coming up to a milestone, 30 episodes. Who would have thought that we would have got to this stage covering off content? Thank you again to everyone that has given us feedback, good, bad, indifferent. Thank you to everyone that's given us questions, uh, whether that's what we're wearing, whether that's the tie choice, whether that's simply the background screen. We love all the feedback you guys give us. Thank you to the hecklers out there as well. We also love hearing from you every single week because we want to make this not only a skills workshop that you get some tangible things that you can take away and implement into your business but we also want to give you uh, a bit of the McGrath culture that we've experienced over the best part of uh, some 47 years combined right 30 years 17 years that's right 47 47 years because this place uh, if you choose and we know that you're all here uh, is the best place to build the most exciting real estate career in my opinion anywhere else so Adrian today we're going to talk all about prospecting this has been a question that's come in from our Queensland team uh, prospecting activities and over the course this is the actual question almost verbatim uh, over the course of your 30 year career 25 years with McGrath um, what has been the most successful prospecting activities that you have personally done to make sure that you're hitting the 100 transaction mark every single year consistently okay good Prospecting is what is one of my favourite subjects, you know, as you know, Troy. So the thing is, though, we can't talk about prospecting unless we talk about database as well, okay? right? Because they're not mutually exclusive. They you need to grow and nurture database and prospecting all, all, all in 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 at the same time. Uh, so okay, so let's look at prospecting in isolation. Number one is that no longer can you see. Uh, emails that are coming into you from buyers and phone calls, either messages or that you answer, you can't see those anymore as distractions. These are golden opportunities to be able to convert those people into bits of data, okay? So if, if someone was to walk into their office every day and we said, okay, Adrian, you know, you've got a prospect for two hours, mm-hmm. what's the order of priority you would do that in? Number yeah. one would be return emails and voices, voice messages for people that have said, Adrian, what's the price guide or what time's it over? Great. Then you service, add value to those people, and you're not entitled to ask the question if they own a piece of real estate unless you do add value. Okay, so right. it's really important that you can't just call them back and say, okay, three bedrooms, do you own in the area? That's not the way it works, okay? Um, So add a lot of value. Talk them through the area. Uh, You know, ask them, where do do your kids go to school? Uh, You know, where do you work? What's the travel time? How can we really service you in that regard, right? And do you make that kind of 
very casual dialogue because you really want to build that rapport with them. Well, absolutely. And one, you've got to have intent and actually believe that you are adding value. Two, it's going to be quite anomalous if they've called four agents and you're the only one that's actually genuinely caring about yeah. you know travel time, schooling, things like that. They, they, it might sound like a small thing, but you'd be surprised. Very few agents do it. And I know myself, if I being a real estate fiend, mm. call an agent or send an email just to inquire because I love mm. looking at property. Uh, if they come back with a robotic, uh, do you live in the area? Are you interested in selling? Mm. Uh, or, uh, do you buy? Do you, uh, do you actually own or do you lease a property? All these kind of questions, I mm. think, oh, here we are, another robot response. Correct. Um, so I think the more casual, the more engaging you can make it, the better rapport and the more memorable you will be as an agent, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So add value, service that inquiry, but... Also, in the back of your mind, you need to identify that, you know what, I'm only going to talk to this person once, yep. uh, I may not ever speak to them again, and I've got a database and a KPI to add 50 to 100 people to my database every month that own a piece of real estate. So the dialogue is really simple. It's like, Troy, I'm really glad you inquired about this property. Have I answered all your questions thoroughly, and are you pleased with that? Yeah, I know. I'm really looking forward to coming to the open for inspection on the weekend. Great. I just want to let you know that I'm the area expert on behalf of McGrath and I just want to find out if you do live in the area because if you do what I've got a great process around is letting people know what comes up in the market and what's been sold uh, for no other reason that you can just uh, have some information if you're refinancing or getting insurance or whatever the case may be mm. so now, is that okay with you if yeah. I grab your email address and keep you updated yeah that'd be great yeah, we're just on Smith Street so that's perfect terrific great so that's a really simple conversation to have. That's a database entry. That's one of the 50 people that you will add to your database every single month. Um, and that has now gone from a distraction from being a phone call or an email where it's like, oh, you want to be in a rush to get off the phone, yep. to an opportunity and to that person being really satisfied with, with the discussion. Okay, So that's priority number one every day is returning emails and voicemails and adding value and converting into data. Perfect. Number two is to call your hot sellers, okay? So hot sellers is anyone that you have met in the last 10 to 14 days that will sign an agency agreement either with you or someone else mm -hmm. that you've appraised, okay? You've right. been to the property, you couldn't get instructions on the spot, they're talking to multiple agents, they're still in discussion phase. So this is where the fine line between hustle and hassle doesn't exist. Right. So in my opinion, daily contact is completely acceptable. Every single day, call it, in this case. Right. So it's only going to be between three to seven people of that course. you're talking to. Yep. Um, and, you know, it's not unusual for me to either SMS them one day, call them the other day, the following day turn up to their place of work unannounced just to <laughs> say hello. I learned that from Di Jones and, yep. and she re rest in peace because she was a, definitely an icon in the industry and she did recently pass away sadly. Yep. Uh, but I once lost a listing to her and uh, the vendor said, you know what? Di just came past my office today and just had a chat and, you know, it would just felt really easy for me just to go ahead with her right. because she had the agency group. So I started implementing that and it was a terrific uh, piece of my business in that rather than just calling them and say, hey, have you made a, a decision or SMSing them, it was like, you know what, I was in the air, I just thought I'd pop in and grab a coffee <laughs> yep. and say, so you wouldn't believe I'm here. <laughs> exactly. So hot sellers, daily contact until yep. they make a decision because my understanding of that is that 
that nine out of 10 of those people will see that proactivity as something that you're gonna implement into their buyers. Perfect. One out of 10 might see it as a little bit pushy, but you know yeah. what, I think you have gotta back yourself, and if it's value add and you're doing it with integrity and style, then I'd say that you will get the business in most of the occasions, okay? Perfect. Third priority is your current vendors. That is actually a form of prospecting, right. okay? Um, every And we, we've heard it now and again, uh, Troy, about daily contact with your vendors. Really simple thing to do, uh, and you know, if your vendor is, if you look at your phone and that's one of your vendors calling you to say, can I have an update on the property, then that's not good, okay? And the main reason I was able, uh, Troy, over the last 10 years to have a 100% clearance rate is that one of the reasons was daily contact and twice weekly face-to-face. It was because, not, not due to those things in isolation, but when I did come down to, whether it was a week or three weeks or at the auction day, deliver those magic words of, Troy, my professional recommendation is that yeah. we've had 4,000 web hits, 68 groups through, I do genuinely feel that this offer we have is appropriate and sensible market value and my strong recommendation is to proceed. How do you feel about that? 100% of the time it's always been yes. You know why? Because I've built the rapport, yeah. no stone has, left, has been left unturned. I've met with them twice a week, I've, I've provided them an email report, I've spoken to them every day. You know, I cared so much about the sale that they cared so much about the sale, yeah. okay? Um, and that's usually how, how it would work. So daily contact is, def- is definitely uh, up there in the priority list. The next one is open for inspection callbacks. Perfect. Very high up in the, in, in the list. And once again, similar to returning emails and voicemails, you know, adding value, uh, you know, what else are you looking at? Where do you live? Um, you know, how far is it gonna be for your kids to go to school? Can I show you at seven o'clock tonight if you are concerned about the noise, we'll close the door, you know, whatever you you can do to add value to those to those buyers that are that have been through the property really important the next one on the list in my opinion would be expired listings you need to have an expired listings uh, process and it doesn't need to be complicated Troy I would say for the East anyway and every market's different but 60 days post auction would be an appropriate time to start calling those people and ask the direct question around okay I spoke to a few buyers who had a look at your property uh, when does your agency agreement expire love the opportunity to have a chat to you. Next on the list there is your past clients. Okay, yep. so they're still very high up on the list. Past clients, they need to get a call on the anniversary, Troy. Mm-hmm. They need to hear from you at least once a year and they need to be getting some sort of newsletter correspondence from you every 30 days. Perfect, so anniversary call, six monthly update, that's twice a year and then monthly email. Correct. Pretty easy. That's right, that's Perfect. right. So what I'm getting, Adrian, and, and there's more to add to that, but what I'm getting is every single time you walked into the office, yep. there was a laser beam focus on what the activities were you needed to do. Correct. You weren't getting caught up in marketing. You weren't getting caught up in birthday cakes in the office. You knew that you had to add value. Yep. The intent was very clean mm-hmm. of what you were trying to do. You were really working with your current clients yes. as much as your future clients mm-hmm. because you knew that they worked together yes. um, to create a business of abundance. Yep, that's right. Uh, so there's a very clear sequential order of who to call. The next one on that list, Troy, is your database. So yep. your pipeline seller. So if you've got a database of 300 or, th- or, or 3,000, mm-hmm. then there should be 20 to 60 people per day that you've diarized to call today, either from a week ago or six months ago, uh, that you need to progress 
as a seller or just provide them great information. Perfect. So the need to review your notes from either a week ago or six months ago, and if it said they're renovating, it said they're, they're having an, an extra child, if it said that they're going overseas, whatever it might be, you need to refer to that previous note uh, and then schedule a call for another week or another six months, whatever a case may be. So yep. every day there's that 20 to 60 calls that you need to make. So I've got to tell you, for, uh, for 25 years, that's exactly what the first half of my day looked like, Troy. Exactly those calls. Then the second half of my day was two to four face-to-face appointments per day, either with a qualified buyer, with a current vendor, with a listing appointment, uh, which was a proper listing appointment, or just a market appraisal price check. <laughs> that was my day, five days a week, 50 weeks of the year, and that's how I was able to produce a minimum of 100 sales a year. There you go, guys. If you do nothing else, make sure you save this episode, download it, load it onto your phone, take the email with the link and put it in your saved draft items, whatever you need to do, because you've just got the blueprint to have a successful business and a sustainable business. We've always heard, Adrian, that this business is not a sprint, it's a marathon. Real estate sales, you need to be constantly evolving your business and showing the intent and showing that you genuinely care about your clients, Mm -hmm. because in the long term, the return will always be there. Adrian, thank you so much for sharing your information here. Guys, we're going to cover this off again in a couple of months because it is remaining relevant every single time. But if you do nothing else, make sure you save this episode because you should be watching it every month to make sure the priorities are there and also your focus is as good as Adrian's was for the best part of 25 to 30 years. Thank you so much. Episode 28, looking forward to coming back to you again next Friday with another episode. Adrian, we might talk about a little bit about um, just market activity and sure. the final run in spring, right? Because yeah. we're kind right. of uh, midway through October now. Mm. Um, we're kind of going to November come around very quickly mm. and then Christmas is upon yes. us. Kind of scary to think yeah. that we're not that far away from Christmas. Mm. So we're going to maybe do the run, the final run, the final push. What's going to happen in the height of spring, right? right? Because we know there's activity out there. We know you guys are getting great results. Really looking forward to seeing you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.